Hi, it's uh, Manuel Judith here and welcome to episode number 30. Uh, this is the podcast, The Living Your Change Initiative. And today I want to talk about uh, managing resistance to change. Uh, in the last episode, I really looked at some of the research that was done by um, ProSci. And they actually define the return for investment and how effective change management can actually have direct implication on pegback period, for example. And what I found is actually identify three key change management indicators that relate to that type of financial performance. And number one is uh, speed, uh, uh, speed of adoption. Number two was proficiency. And number three was ut- um, utilization. So the utilization of the system of the change itself. Now, um, if you look at it uh, from a um, from a different angle, what actually actually determining for performance is the ability of your business to be on board with your initiative. Uh, basically, people are engaged; they are they understand what the project or initiative is trying to achieve. They want to be part of it. The people side of change is really about people changing the behavior in order to ensure that, uh, based on these three indicators, your project actually has a clear behavioral uh, output. A career behavioral outcome, which is people do something differently in order to achieve the objective of your project or initiative. Now, this is particularly important, I believe, when in the context of, of managing business change and resistance to change specifically. Um, and because obviously, a, as per the three indicators, people that are resistant to change will not be on board with it. They will not support it. They will be reluctant to um, utilize it. They were reluctant to be to be trained and supported. They might not understand the why. There might be the different reasons for that. What I want to talk about very briefly is to share with you what are the top three insights that I gained over the last seven and a half years by by um, supporting business change projects in different capacities. These were um, technology enabled uh, business change project and transformation initiatives. It impacted several countries globally. Um, they were um, the, the different types of projects, but what I found is there are similarities and patterns about uh, what worked, what, what didn't, in terms of the um, you know business change uh, and resistance management. Uh, one of the key aspects that I believe is it was a very useful insight that really distinguished between projects that succeeded versus the ones that didn't. The, the project that had the business on board versus the one that didn't was the um, the. The projects were by your project teams uh, that consider resistant uh, uh, to change, and 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 they actually take took the time to find out where it came from. So the first the first element that I want to talk about is understanding it in order to overcome resistance to change. You've got to be able to understand it first. Um, oftentimes, the projects that do not succeed in, in managing that, in my direct experience, are those that consider resistance change as one thing that, uh, one huge bucket, whereby people are resistant by default. Hence, uh, you know, we need to set a, we need to use a set of standard strategies to approach that type of challenge. The reality of the fact that people are individuals, so your organizations are made up by individual professionals, and every single one of them will have individual circumstances and that could hinder their ability to support the change. Some of these circumstances can be logistical in nature. For example, if a person, if there is an office location, the person is not necessarily resistant because they don't see the why for the organization. The, the personal circumstances will lead them to travel far, a far greater distance that make it possible for them. Now, the way to overcome resistance to change and the first step to do so is to really take the time through conversation to have 
have a, a, a facilitated conversation, a structured conversation uh, with key stakeholders that we perceive they are resistant to change because we really want to tease out what are the underlying reasons from their point of view rather than for our, our point of view as, as change practitioners or as change leaders. The second element to overcome resistance to change is to ensure that your key stakeholders, stakeholders impacted by the initiatives in your business, they are engaged and they are made part of the change process. Change management does a spectacular work in providing a set of frameworks, tools and templates that allow your change projects to obtain business buy-in at different stages of implementation. We don't do not too much, without going too into too much details for, for that, what actually from a, from a people perspective, from a business buying perspective, and in order to ensure that there is a resistance to change, what organization and projects can do is ensuring that once the, um, you define your, your, the list of key stakeholders, both from a leadership perspective, but also an operational perspective. I'm using, I'm talking about, I'm referring to uh, subject matter experts, for example, of middle managers, on representative from the business that have both technical understanding of the change, but also they have a very close vicinity to the business areas they represent. Now, once these individuals are identified, they are onboarded very early during the project. And once there is a, a, an insurance, um, once there is a, a consistent um, and open communication challenge with these group, channels with these groups, then what you'll find out, the people are made participants to the change itself. And they can get acquainted with the values of it. They can understand the benefits a bit better. They can get to ask questions. And because they are being engaged collaboratively from the beginning, you will, will find that they will be able to, any point, any pockets of resistance will be anticipated and that wait well ahead of time before your project goes live, before you cut over day. Uh, at which stage probably you're going to be, um, it will be quite difficult to be able to, you know, deal or overcome resistance if you hadn't had that type of structure engagement up front. So the second point is engage and engage your key um, stakeholders, both a leadership level and an operational level um, uh, into this, in, in the change process. And number and the, the the third element of 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 success, what actually can concretely help your change initiative in reducing resistance, is in the way you uh, you draft, you design, and develop your messaging. Uh, oftentimes, you see project teams and delivery teams and senior leaders that have uh, they have um, newsletters and bulletins and messages that are very much uh, factual. They are very data-based um, they think you know they'll share with people when the change will take place at what point and uh, there is a cut over what are the activities where is the FAQ where are all where is all the documentation um, this is uh, this is important but to be honest to be to be very um, kind of transparent in what my experience has been uh, um, historically is that people don't relate to factual information as much change management uh, talks a lot about winning hearts and minds when we talk about winning hearts and minds sharing pure um, uh, collective objective data and facts isn't sufficient I think what works and what is 
is working and there is a lot of uh, literature that talks about it that highlights the hero's journey for example the ability of your change projects to depict or to paint the picture of a narrative of what the change is about by also sharing insight and, and personal challenges or challenges that your change team are facing and um, that actually opens up the opportunity to your business to understand the challenges and tribulation your change project is facing and being on board with it they actually associate the humanity of you as a change leader as a project team of to 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 the project itself and the benefits of it often technology initiatives are seen as very this very inhumane or detached set of activities that someone's there's some mystical technology entities performing on behalf of the business but at the end of the day the truth is that there are there are developers there are people professionals that commit their expertise uh their passion their interest they um their commitment to um, to actually deliver, to create and develop technology works for the entirety of the business. Your business audiences, be it HR, finance, legal, tax, whichever that might be, they're really interested in associating a, a persona, a humanity, the human side of, of who is actually managing these initiatives, what is actually happening in the background, and being able to weave a narrative into uh, whereby you explain to people what your challenges are, why the change matters, who are the people that are contributing the most and also acknowledging calling out specific contributions can make a very significant impact uh, to the success or failure of your change initiative.